Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everybody to this Collider Body Sam Smackdown Live recap. I'm still recovering from yesterday, as you can tell. Still somewhat passionate. Uh, Aaron Turner was really great. Put a a gif of Ric Flair with blood on his face. (laughs) Woo! That's what it looked like uh, afterwards. A lot of people seem to agree with you, though. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, yeah. That was actually... 
It got more retweets than some of my random hot oh, takes will get. So That's very nice of them to do that. Good Thank job. you very much, everybody. Well, I'm your host, John Roca, joined as always by the CEO of Pro Wrestling Sheep, the man that gives me a chance to host this show, Ryan Satin. How are you, brother? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing great. Yeah, I, I enjoyed last night's SmackDown. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm doing good today. You know, I'm, uh, I'm going to the dentist in a little bit, so I'm oh, kind of dreading shit. that. I hate the dentist more than anything. Yeah, it's just going to be not fun. Is but it safe? Is it safe? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I did make sure I had to come in here today to make sure we talked about this. I I had had scheduled it for after because (laughs) because I I had to make sure we talked about all the changes that were going on and stuff. And we had to talk about the Mustafa Ali show. Yeah, man. (laughs) Wow. I mean, last week we talked. I mean, the you know we kind of discussed briefly. Whether they should bring Mustafa yeah. Ali permanently to SmackDown, you were kind of against it. Yeah. Uh, do you still feel the same way? No, I don't. I think okay. he, I think quitted himself. Well, I will say this though: he pulled his finishing move, and his knees yeah. hit Brian, Daniel Bryan, and you heard on the audio him go, "Sorry, man." Yeah. That's really rare when the audio catches the wrestlers saying something as you're <laughs> watching a broadcast. You know, I think it happens more than you realize. Oh, I'm sure it happens because more. I always, rarely hear it. It's funny because I'm always like, "Yes, that one was no, no, no." I mean, hearing it wise, oh, because okay. I'll watch those. Um, like, there, I, I like those YouTube videos where. Oh yeah, I, I've seen I, those. I a lot of times like they pass by me. I try not to focus right. on them because I don't want to be like trying to figure out how the magician's doing the dr- trick type right. thing. Um, but that one was a little more noticeable obvious, than, yeah. than, than, than some of the others. It was on the level of like a John Cena who was like the <laughs> loudest person at calling spots in the ring. But even at TLC, I remember there was one point in the match where you heard Becky Lynch go like. Bring it closer, bring it closer oh. with the ladder. And, and then, like, telling Oscar, like, you could hear Becky very loudly, like, telling Oscar where to go and stuff, and Oscar following. It was pretty, it was pretty interesting. I, 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 so I like when you hear those kind of little things. I okay. mean, but, but I like those YouTube videos where they'll, they'll point them yeah. out, where they, they really, and I think some of those YouTube videos, they raise the audio a little bit yeah. too, so you can really hear it. Um, Hogan is called. Hogan calls them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, totally. The old matches, yeah. And 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 luckily, and we'll, we're going to talk about the whole match. But there was a SmackDown taping after the show. Oh, right. Because they taped all the holiday episodes this week. So after Raw, yeah. they taped the second episode of Raw. Yeah. After SmackDown, they taped the second episode of SmackDown. Some of these fans don't don't mind spoiling them for me on my Twitter, which I really <laughs> would like it to just stop doing that. Really? Yeah. Does it bother you? Yeah, because I don't want to know until the actual weekend yeah. happens. I get a lot of crap for posting spoilers too. Because we can't talk about it for like. A week and a half later. No, it's every you post it because I don't have to click on it. True, but people putting it on my Twitter, I kind of have to read my mentions. True, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I usually for some reason spoilers never bother me. I mean, mm. like, I guess something major would bother me, but like, really, to be honest with you, I've never had a problem with spoilers. Like, okay. they never bother me. I, if anything, they get me like more excited to watch something. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah, okay. like, like Star Wars. Like, I broke the first. I remember when the the um, the Force Awakens when they started filming mm-hmm. it, and I broke the first. I was the first person to when I was working at TMZ to put out pictures from the set. Yeah, and I, I like, I didn't bother me at all. Like, I was pumped on it. Like, I was like, oh, look at all the cool things there. So, so spoilers never bother me, but I can understand how they do with other people. It, it's it's a it's a, it's a tricky. It's a right. tricky one, but they taped one after, and Daniel Bryan was okay. He he was oh, out God. there. He was doing stuff. He was doing cool. segments. He didn't seem like he was too injured from that knee or whatever. Wow. Um, but yeah, I too, I think it was a great idea to bring Mustafa Ali. Yeah. I think he had momentum from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems real appreciative. And, and and while we were talking about it last week, you had actually mentioned Nikki Cross and how we we saw yeah. Nikki Cross, and then she didn't get called up, and now it's funny because like Nikki Cross did get called up, right. you know. So. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. You know, um, the, the whole episode. I, I'm trying to think if there was something I really. Um, well, I'm sure I'll, I'll. I'm gonna remember if there was something I disliked. Uh, but I do think that there there should be a little bit more shuffling around that goes on. I think yeah. that um, positives that they kind of brought some of the. Some of the lesser, some of the wrestlers that we've been complaining about yeah, who are in the shadows, yeah. out of the shadows, and gave them a spot. I hope it continues. Um, yeah, but yeah, let's let's, let's let's dig into it, right? Yeah. Well, spoiler alert: Paige is no longer the GM at uh, SmackDown. That was a really surprising thing. I didn't anticipate that happening. All oh, SmackDown has been kicking ass. Why is it getting dragged in the morass of Raw? Because well, we kind of talked about it on did. the Raw recap but, that but it was a good possibility. Said, we also said we weren't going to talk about it till it actually <laughs> <True>. happened, and <laughs> it actually happened. And so I'm upset about it. I didn't like that at all. A Paige handled like a champ. You know, and you always forget she's only 26, 27 years old. 26, yeah. 20, this is a young person in the business, and she is handling these uh, ups and downs in a public way with millions or hundreds of thousands of people watching. Uh, it's she does a, she you know she holds her own in this situation. I love Zelina and uh, staying on character going. I love that. And she was talking crap via Twitter, too. Yeah, of course, of course. And and that's uh, – I love that. That's Lena. She's full in. I, she, I love that about her. And the other wrestlers are there. If you call, if you watch it again, you'll catch a Big E staring at Daniel Bryan as he eats his chicken. And, and it's oh, so funny because Daniel almost cracked his yeah. smile. He, you can see he – it took everything in his power. Like they have that moment. They both happen to turn and they yeah. catch eyes and Big E eats, eats – takes a bite. And Daniel turns back and you can see like – SNL style where like the corner of his yeah. lip is like trembling because he wants to crack that smile but he's not doing it. Yeah, I love that. Big eyes. I, I love that. But yeah, the page like sucks. This? No, no, no. Nah, I thought, you know, it, uh, one of the things for me that was that was that was confusing about it was like I expected it to happen because they kind of made a big deal about the fact that McMahon's were taking back Raw yeah. SmackDown. However, I, I it it's it, it's frustrating that it's like. There was nothing wrong with SmackDown for the yeah. most part. Like we were enjoying. What are you doing? A, doing a rah rah speech for a show that's doing fine? Yeah, and is it? You could argue is the crown jewel is maybe the A well, show. Bad choice of oh, words. Oh well, but. fair enough. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's the A show. Uh, uh, the actual A show of the for w- hardcore fans yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, 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 so yeah, one. Okay. Yes, I was. I was mainly talking about the page thing, but yes, that speech was real weird because yeah. it was like. You guys are going to be uh, held accountable now. For what? Yeah, for what? For what? You script the fucking uh, storylines and who's going to win, who's going to lose. You should be giving that speech to yourself in the mirror. And if we're in kayfabe terms, also for what? Yeah. You booked the show. You booked the show. You plan everything. You make the matches. What are we being held accountable yeah, for? Yeah, it was so What ridiculous. does that even mean? Yeah. I, when he said that, Why I... are you mad at the wrestlers? It hasn't been the wrestlers. It's been your problem, <laughs> your storyline issues. Yeah. Your family is the problem. You should be talking to your dad like that. They, <laughs> your entire... You should be sitting all at the conference table and saying all of it to them, Shane. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. That, that, it was very... These poor people trying to work. Because I was wondering, like, who is this directed at? Like, what is this supposed to mean? Like, who... What narrative are we on here? Yeah. Like, I didn't understand. That, that was what was Bob. That, that yeah. confused me. Then they're like, okay, now let's bring up Paige. Paige, she's done a great job, but she's fired. But she's fired. And it's like, wait, wait. She'll have another role. So we're held accountable if we're good or bad. Yeah. Paige you, is good. Either way, you're and you gone. fired her. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, right. I, yeah that, okay. So that, that whole opening segment was very confusing, yeah. I thought. Like, it sent a weird message. Um, also, with Paige. Her tweets throughout the day yesterday were so funny. I don't know if you saw them. But I just saw the one with her like going like this. Well, she so else. so she she did, she said I'm gonna I'm gonna document the rest of my day after that one. Oh. Where it said like oh when she first yeah. found out that she probably wasn't gonna be the GM anymore. 
So when the day started yesterday, she said, like, I'm going to document the rest of my day in only office gifts about everything that was going on. And there were so many funny ones. There was a couple funny ones throughout the day of, like, how she was feeling. And, like, if you watch The Office, you'll get a kick out of some of the different gifts that she was using to yeah. explain how she was feeling as she was learning different things about her future throughout the throughout the day. Um, and I can't really explain them because they're all just gifts or whatever. But, but it's, yeah. it's pretty good. It, it, was, it was good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I wish... You know, I mean, like I, they they kept saying that Paige is gonna have a different role, yeah. in the show. But it's like, what what role are they really gonna have for Paige? Like, they're not gonna make her a backstage interviewer. No, no, they're not, not gonna do they that. Can't demote her in that. They way. can't demote her in that way. Yeah, they're not gonna make her co- put on commentary. Right. I don't think that's really. She's not her, really a strong suit in no. commentary. Right. Um, they're not going to. Yeah. She's not going to wrestle again. What's this role you're talking so about? So the only thing really left is like manage, being a manager yeah. Yeah. again, right? Yeah. And that's like – okay. So uh, there's well, – I, I take it back. That's not the only one. There's manager, mm-hmm. which to me also feels like a bit of a demotion. It is a demotion. Because like it's like she was kind of like a authority figure mm-hmm. and now she's just kind of like going to be following around wrestlers who – and yeah. probably going to make her sad yeah. that she can't be in the ring again. The next step up from GM is executive. True. Anything other than that is a demotion. I, okay. So I had two other ideas. Sure. One is more plausible than the other. <laughs> uh, the plausible one is maybe like she could be an assistant to the McMahons on both shows. But is that also like kind of a demotion still? Yes. Really? Even though she's in segments of Vince, you're Shane, assistant, Stephanie. Which means you're picking up the dry yeah, cleaning, getting on, them the coffee. But she's on Raw and SmackDown and she's not really getting them coffee. Right. Like she it's not like she, I'm not I'm not proposing that she should actually be their assistant to the McMahon family. I'm more I can't tell. <laughs> they got their feet in both uh, both arenas here. But like I mean more in terms of like a character. Like I I, I, I think it wouldn't be the worst <laughs> if she was like Yeah. If she was like the Assistant to them because you could even set up something down the line where she leads a rebellion against the McMahon because they're obviously going to screw it up. Yep. So, because they have already. You know? Yeah. So you can even like have them demean her the whole time and you feel bad about Paige or whatever, even though I think they're going to try and be faces now. Yeah. If you want them to be faces now, probably wouldn't hurt to have them with Paige. Yeah. Paige yeah. is going to get cheered. Yeah. You're going to get cheered if you're by proxy with her, I think. It, yeah. It's a good point, Ryan. So it's not the worst to kind of like. Attach page to the people that if that's what they're going for, it yeah. seems like they want the men to be the good guys who are saving Raw. Give them the one GM that was doing the good job yeah. and let her help. You know. Well, that was my my problem with this whole situation. You could have had Alexa Bliss ascend to GM and keep Paige GM. You have two women GMs on on Raw and SmackDown. That would be incredible. Yeah, would be cool. And you know, in the year of the Me Too and the Times Up movement, this would have been a fantastic. And and both of them have earned it. Yep. Both of them have earned it in separate ways. I think Alexa needs to, should still be a wrestler. I, I no, you loved Alexa the wrestler. I don't to get hurt. <laughs> That's I the wrestling to... biz, Roka. I know you're right. <laughs> I just, I just want to take care of her. That's all. Okay, so here's my other proposal. Oh, yeah. What's your other proposal? Oh shit! You bring back Talking Smack, and you have Paige <laughs> host the after show of Talking Smack. Oh, that yeah. is not a demotion. She's now hosting her own show. That's a great idea. Paige I like that idea. and like I don't know Graves. Page sure. and Graves is a great combo. Would be a great combo yeah. posting Talking Smack. You yeah. know, you don't have Dana Bryan anymore. You can't really have Renee do it. But, like, Paige like really that. could shine in that role, Absolutely. I think. Like, you know, and once she, again, Once again, she's only 26. She's only 26. Yeah. Uh, she so come. She, it's similar she to Renee back. Young, but yeah. not, like, being just the backstage, the nameless backstage interviewer. Yeah. She could actually be, like, 
a host of stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, they have some of the network. If they can kind of place her in a host role, yeah. I really think it would help. It would be it would be good for her, you know? I don't disagree, dude. Like, she, not for her personal life. I mean, like, a good place, a good way, yeah. a good, good position for her to fill where she can be utilized. We saw Corey Graves do that transition from wrestler into yeah. commentator, and it works really well. You could see him. So she could he could be there with her and kind of be a sounding board for her as she grows in the role. That's so how I look so at that it. That makes a lot of sense, actually. That, that That's what I was thinking. Because it's also, it feels like with Mustafa Ali being brought to the main roster, yeah. um, you know, Leo Rush uh, being on Raw, uh, Drake Maverick being on Raw, Lucha House Party being on Raw, yeah. uh, Noam Dar being part of NXT UK. It does sort of feel like they are giving different roles to all the guys on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. And that's not with inside intel that I feel like that I know they're getting rid of the show or anything yeah. like that. But when you look at the the pieces there and you go like, well, they're they're slowly picking apart 205 yeah. Live yeah. and giving different roles to all the guys that they want to give roles to, it feels like. Or at least that have shined on the show. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not doing live events. They're not really, you know... It's been a few years now of 205 Live, which is yeah. crazy to say. I think it was like two years now or something yeah. like that. Maybe At least. Yeah. At least. So um, I don't think that it's growing in the way they would that that that, that it's going to be sustainable forever. I mean, yeah. they, 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 I feel like 205 Live is not going to be a forever kind of a thing. No, you know? it is. I think it was an experiment, and I think that you know it would make sense to just kind of take those guys and let them – you know the mm-hmm. ones you want. Put them in NXT. Put them in Raw, SmackDown, mm-hmm. uh, NXT UK, um, and and then you know clearly the WWE Network is planning to launch a tiered system where yeah. there's going to be indies on the network. So like if you want to see indie wrestlers like that, you're going to have the opportunity to do that via NXT, mm-hmm. NXT UK, and all the indies that'll be available on the WWE Network if they finally you know launch that. I don't know. It seems like they wouldn't need to have live, and then they'd have the time available to be able to do Talking Smack again. Yeah, true. And Talking Smack was so popular. Everyone loved Talking Smack. There's no one that didn't like Talking Smack. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't understand why it's not a thing anymore. I understand that Vince financially, but, like, they're making bank right now. Like, yeah. they, they're making so much money. I remember at the time it was like, oh, Pyro's cut, cost-cutting, you know, Talking Smack, cost-cutting. Bitch, you got a lot of money from Saudi Arabia. Just give us Talking Smack back. There you <laughs> go. That's how you make up for it. Use that Saudi Arabia money to start a program fronted by a woman. Don't tell. Don't tell. That's a good idea. WWE, I called them bitch. Please. No. <laughs> Cut them out. Cut it out, I guess. Cut it out, Remzi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we move on here to something that also kind of bothered me a little bit. The Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair thing with Oscar. Man. Really? Man, yeah, because Charlotte doesn't take the back seat again. Becky is the front seat driver here. Charlotte refuses to take the back seat. She comes out, has her own, comes out in all black uh, with that H thing, whatever she's wearing on her belt, comes out and tries to go toe-to-toe with Charlotte, and it's ridiculous. Charlotte completely owns her in the promo, and then Oscar comes out. Wait, Charlotte owned I Becky? mean, Becky owned Charlotte. Okay. Yeah, Becky owned Charlotte in that promo. It was hilarious. She says, speaking of cosplayers, it was hilarious. Uh, her going at Ronda saying that she's a Roddy Roddy Piper cosplayer. Jesus, that was a brilliant line. Um... And then you had Vince come out, and Vince like he kind of like demeaned he was like him a little bit. De- like yeah, he, he was did. so misogynistic. He's like, you need to act better, and you shouldn't do that. Really, mm, take the beating like a man. Yeah, well, uh, you, should I show you some videos of the Attitude Era, Vince McMahon, of what you did with women? Get the fuck out of here with you trying to act better. Uh, it was just ridiculous to watch that. I, I felt it was like, Grandpa, get off the damn, t- get off the. Damn yeah, t- I did feel like Vince enough. Was- I did feel that Vince was a little out of place in this segment. Damn right he was. You know, I, I like I'm gonna praise a Vince segment later because I really I the Miz I, I 
That's a great segment. I was dying. That's old school Vince. That's old school Vince. That's where he should be. That's where he... Right. Yes. This was not where Vince should be. This is like what you have Shane or Triple H or Stephanie do. Because like, yeah, it, it did feel a little... It was like... It felt like Grandpa was lost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like it was kind of like, hey, what's Vince doing? And, uh, and, yes. then, and then, like, ushering out Naomi. It, it just it felt out of place. Like, like, I get it, Vince. You're woke now. Cool. We get it. We're cool. You're, you're good with women now. But I don't know. I don't know why. It just, felt, it just felt weird. He's so woke. He should go back to sleep. Like, it was just like <laughs> what he was doing was not that good. Him walking down and doing all that. And even Becky was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She was. You can see the other. What's yeah, she talking what about? Talking about you know? Go back. Go back. In the, go put on your slippers. I will say, I thought Charlotte did well in this segment. I enjoyed. Yeah, I don't dislike Charlotte. They're taking the shine off of Becky, though, man. I See, I wouldn't put it that way. I, okay. I think that Becky has helped elevate Charlotte. Like, honestly, Charlotte kind of, like, felt like she was, like, going through the motions a little bit before. Well, Becky helped elevate Charlotte. I think Becky yes, helped elevate Charlotte. That's the problem. I don't think Charlotte it takes anything away. At the top. I don't Becky think it takes... Needs. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, yeah. but, but I do think that they're they're kind of like... You know, like what's the what's the the other? They're 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 they're, they're elevating each other. Okay. I feel like I don't feel like it's making Becky look worse or anything or or okay. or at least in my opinion, like I I I think actually she's really helped Charlotte. Like Charlotte didn't have an equal in her opinion. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like Charlotte felt like she didn't have someone that she could go toe to toe with. Where right. where it, you know like but why every was- wrestler well every wrestler needs like like every legendary wrestler needs like that counterpart you know yeah. like you know the the the, the rock and austin yeah, you know yeah. like uh something along you know they they, they need that you sure. know and i and i feel like charlotte really hasn't had like a a strong character to play off of and she's finally getting that in becky and ronda rousey and oscar to a certain mm-hmm. degree um and, and I, yeah i'm liking this charlotte i feel like yeah. she's kind of feeling refreshed reinvigorated i don't think it's hurting becky at all um, but I did think the Vince thing was a little. It, it, was, it, Vince just felt out of place there. Yeah. Like it just, it just, it just, just a weird comments. It was just weird to go from it, like, like it was Oscar. You're standing behind Charlotte, and it's like, <laughs> just, just address Oscar. <laughs> and and I, I will say that I think that after these segments, if, I, if my memory serves me correct, it got a little less weird. But these were the two definitely yeah. in my mind where I was like, oh, are we in for like? Are they just gonna? Make SmackDown suck now and make it all about themselves. Yeah, I, w- I was really worried about that for a second, and yeah. I think they co- it, it changes as the episode yeah, goes yeah, on. Yeah. Um, but I hated this. I didn't like this. I, I I I did smile a minute though for Vince, like Na- like Naomi's music hits, <clears throat> and she does her thing when she slides out in front of him, yeah. and Vince did this thing where like he was getting real pumped on the music. Yeah. And he went to like start dancing to Naomi's music, like doing the old school Vince, like stand back kind of thing. And he like st- right, that's his name. Something yeah. like he like starts, and then he like catches himself and remembers like he's on TV, and is kind of like, and just kind of like, <laughs> all right, Naomi, and then like walks to the back, and I cracked up because you could see like he got inspired to dance for like a quick yeah, second. Yeah. Like, oh, mm, I've seen that video way too many times, and he like stopped himself. And right. just, Good job, Naomi. Good job. I like that. Uh, I, I, I'm down with the changes if they make the changes work. But making giving more time to Vince and Shane and all this kind of, it, and Steph, it's that's not what the fans want. Uh, I mean, look, they I will don't say, want it. I will say this. Uh, I I disagree in the fact that I I think fa- the fans do enjoy when Vince McMahon is a character on TV. Vince McMahon. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay, 
but then use him more like they use him in the Miz. Agreed. Stuff. Agreed. I think Don't those are the bad mi- choice. This yeah. is a bad way of using him here. Yeah. And a good way of using him was the Miz. Yeah. I think a hundred percent. That's what because he's funny in the comedic segments that are kind of sort of scripted. He's better in that way. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Walking out like he did. He's and, not like cool guy authority to save yeah. the day. He's more like funny boss segments in the back. Right. You know, that's yeah. the best thing. A- absolutely, right. a- absolutely. That whole thing. And this is where I'm talking about it. When when he was like, "I'm asking for your permission to be Shane's partner," I was dying. Yeah. I, I that I. It was just done so well, and yeah. Vince's like seventy year old man confusion was. Just so perfect. That's really the I think the thing they need to play off of is yeah. is if they're gonna make Vince a character and it's like we're doing things better, they should play off of his seventy year old confusion of like the times being different, yeah. of things being different, that Ch- works. Times changing and him being like, wait, what? You know, people yeah. saying stuff like just weird lit stuff like that, and like he just doesn't get it. Like you know? stuff that's actually happening in your households and yeah. with your family, and Vince doesn't get it. Yeah. That would be funny it's to show. It, it would be relatable, and it would also be funny because it's like, okay, well, at least they're getting so meta of like, hey, we're yeah. showing you Vince doesn't. That, that's why things have been like this. Vince yeah. doesn't get it. I think that'd be a funny way to play off it. I think that's kind of what this was going. Of like, a, you want to be what? Yeah, Part, you know, Shane can't come up to play. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that that that'll be the best way they yeah. can use Vince. Yeah, I, agree. I think. What do you think of this? Uh, did you like the Naomi match? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I, I like Naomi. I, think I she's, like Naomi yeah, too. Yeah. I think she, I think it's really entertaining. I think you could, but I could. I feel like they didn't have the right chemistry. There were some spots you could see coming, certain moments and stuff like that. I was like, I wanted to see a little more, you know, uh, a little more fluidity to the match, okay. chemistry to the okay. match. Other than that, I had no problem. I was I should love both of them as wrestlers. I just wanted to see a little more fluidity. That was my only complaint about the match. No, I could totally see that. Yeah. You know, uh, do you think? That Naomi deserves like a like a. I just. I think Naomi and Ember Moon both deserve a run on both sides of their uh, respective brands. I do. I actually think you know since you mentioned them, I feel like they would those two would best be served switching brands too. I feel like Naomi oh, is much idea. more fit for Raw. Hell yeah! You know, like she hasn't been on Raw. That character hasn't been on Raw, like the glow yeah, the and glow, stuff. Yeah, that hasn't been on Raw at all. You know, it's only been a SmackDown a thing. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of people who don't watch SmackDown that watch Raw a yeah. lot. You know, like my dad. I know my dad has watched SmackDown. He watches every Raw. Like, I, and I'm like, I think that that you know, we were talking about the the. I just, I, I just think, yeah, I think Ember Moon is like the more. Uh, Wrestlers, wrestlers, yeah. the indies, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So um, I could see – I feel like she'd be better fit on SmackDown and, and Naomi would be a good switch to Raw if they're her, doing actual shake-up soon. Her and Becky Lynch would tear down the house. Oh, yeah. With Becky, Ember Moon as and Becky, Becky Lynch. is now, yeah, they would tear down the house. Yeah. That would be awesome to – or Asuka. Asuka and Ember would also be a fantastic matchup if you can get that chemistry They really wrestled in NXT, out. right? Isn't that yeah, who sure. – isn't that who Oscar's last match that he was against? I think so. Yeah, it but was. Then you right? got to go. You got to go big now in the big leagues. You can see, can you bring? Because Bailey yeah. and Bailey and Sasha have never been able to capture that, even when they fought no. each other. What they found in NXT. So no, totally. The the call up is a whole other ball game. Uh, all right, uh, Samoa Joe uh, attempted an intervention for Jeff Hardy. So good. This was like uncomfortable as hell, but I thought Jeff did a nice job with it, and Samoa definitely. It was a little weird because one, it was like he, it was almost like Jeff was saying that like his addiction talks to him. Yeah, like it was very Venom like. Yeah, where 
was like, I haven't seen the movie, but it's what I picture Venom being like, where he's like, like the devil within him is kind of like yeah. talking to him, like, hey, Jeff, go, dr- go drink and try. You go know? take a, go take a, you know, go finish off a six pack in the car. Go pound this alcohol before Victory Road. You know, like, uh, so yeah, like it was a little weird, yeah. you know, uh, when he was like, oh, my demons fuel me and make me stronger or whatever. And it was like, it was almost like superhero like, but his yeah. superpower is not being drunk, yeah. you know, which was weird in my opinion. But, but, uh, I, I really enjoy everything Smojo's yeah. doing here. Like we talk, you know, on the, on Wrestling Sheet Radio, they kind of, J- Jamie and, and Eli were much more against the whole alcohol angle. Yeah, it's, well, it's scary. Yeah. Because it's a real person yeah. who really could relapse. Yeah. So, you know. I just think that if there's any two people who you can do it with, it's these two. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff's, oh, Jeff's got a good support system now, you sense. And, you know, with Matt and everything going on in his life. And Jeff's always been a guy that's kind of like off the main path. And so um, – He's see if he's ready to handle it, then you trust that he can handle it. And Joe's the kind of guy that knows that he's got a good guy that he can push, then cross the lines with. And because Jeff does does all that weird stuff with Matt, there's like no real like uh, uh, line he can't cross uh, that will affect Jeff. You know, so Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I also liked all who tweeted me since. Jamie did the best on Wrestling Street Radio. Jamie did the best Jeff Hardy impression (laughs) when we were talking about it. And I don't want to. I, I can't do it justice. But it's so funny the way he do, the way he does it about how like how Jeff's always kind of like in a hurry to get out of his promos at yeah, the end of it. Really? Like, oh, and I'm going home. Goodbye, bye. At the end of it, you know. And so I had so many people tweet me now because that was like a whole combo. We, we we were dying while Jamie was doing it. We were cracking up, and and I had so many people tweet me last night where they were just like, man. I can't watch a Jeff Hardy promo without just hearing Jamie do that now. I, and I was like, me neither. I, he's ruined Jeff Hardy promos for me because I can't stop. That's all I was thinking about him. I was waiting for him to go like, and now I'm going to go by. Like run away. My Uber is here. I got to go by. What <laughs> <laughs> just happened? Your Uber? Rosa has another hour left, Jeff. Jeez. What the hell? We're doing an intervention. Are you trying? No, I'm not trying. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Joe clearly ruled the mic on this one, but he has to. He has to push that storyline. Yeah. I mean, the idea of an intervention, I apologize that I have to do this intervention. It's just <laughs> hilarious. We'll see where it goes. It should obviously lead to a really fun match. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, And it's nice to know that you know Joe can do these kinds of things and make them funny, you know, because everyone's and, like, Joe's going to kill you, but Joe's going to make you laugh, too. And I'm sure that Joe and Jeff are like, you know, they've known each other. Oh, all. I mean, yeah. Jeff was in TNA that oh, whole time, yeah. too. So, like, they're, they, they have to know each mm-hmm. other, you know, and it's, you know... Yeah, I'm sure it's not like a it, I, it's not like an issue with Jeff, so I'm sure it's not that big of a deal. You know? I wish I wish someone would do a documentary about TNA before Hogan and Bischoff showed up, and mm-hmm. then after Hogan and Bischoff showed up, and then what happened after that? Like a whole like two hour documentary about what it was like before, and all the highlights, the eight sided ring, and then having them cha- or six sided ring was it or an eight sided ring, whatever it was, and then having them six sided, cha- yeah, and then having them change. Like Hogan come in and Bischoff trying to do the conventional stuff. We well, tried to redo the Monday Night Wars yeah, for a few right, weeks. Yeah, and and then what happened afterwards and how they had to pick up the pieces Make of it. what they did. I would love to see a documentary. Collider Studios, they're here. Let's yeah, do it. Oh, I just talked to yeah. Jeff's always looking. For, or I mean, uh, Mark's always looking for new stuff. So hey, man, mm. we got a wrestling site. Mm. We got a studio. I would love to interview wrestlers about that kind of. Me show. too. Um, 
All right, so yeah, now we've gotten to the moment of truth. Miz uh, going in the back to try to talk so to Vince McMahon. Miz dressed as a pharaoh from Egypt going in to talk to Vince. This was great back for And because Miz is so good, it, it reminded me of the old school Kurt Angle Miz promos where yeah. they would have their little back and forth. And, yeah. and Angle was like kind of half dumb about the situation. <laughs> yeah, it totally. was great. Yeah. You mentioned uh, that out, the pharaoh's outfit. Did you, did you look at the uh, Aladdin stuff today? Oh, yeah. Oh, good think? call. What'd you think? No. No. Here's the deal. I like that they got Jasmine right. They did. It feels like they did get uh, What's-His-Face right, the kid in, ja- in Aladdin. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, I didn't like Jafar at all. And I, I like Jafar. Really? Yeah. And I didn't like – he didn't scare me one bit, not even for a second. Well, it was a one-screen The animated version scarier than that. And then, True. Uh, and then – We haven't heard his voice yet, though. We haven't, though. And, but, uh, but the genie thing, that was tough, man. I Respect to Will, but that was tough. I would say it was not a smart decision on their part because I read the article. Did you read the full? EW does terrible covers, by the way. Their covers are horrible. No offense, I probably never worked there, but their covers are absolutely terrible, man. Are we have to cut this out too? No, this one I'll stand by. <laughs> um, no, uh, did you read the the? Editor? No, I didn't get a chance because so, it's this morning. Yeah, so working. so um, in the thing, basically, Guy Ritchie says that like they just haven't compl- fully. Finalized the blue form of the genie. So then, don't release anything. That's how I felt yeah, about it. Like, man. You know what? Just show me Jasmine. Show me Aladdin. Yes. Show Keep, me Jafar. You know what? Spielberg the, didn't show the shark for forty-five minutes. Yeah, the genie is like the thing that everyone's gonna the criticize thing. the most. Yeah, because Robin Williams died. Yeah, so people are like even a thousand percent, even more so, focused on you getting it right. And didn't you see the reaction to Sonic the Hedgehog a week ago? Yeah, people are crazy <laughs> if you like deviate too far. If you're going to show the genie for the first time and you don't show his blue form yeah. because you're not done with it yet, that's so dumb to me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, 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 look, I'm going to see the movie regardless. Of course. I love Aladdin. Aladdin is my, my favorite. Fa- yeah, hands down favorite yep. Disney movie by far. I grew, what I grew up on. Yeah. And, and furthermore, like young Ryan, if he knew that when like they made movies of these in the future that the Pink Ranger and Jasmine would be the same person – <laughs> Don't even, you know, like adult Ryan is like, man, that's crazy. That's like crazy. But and you're right, they did cast it well. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and I will say this: I ha- I know someone who saw very early footage of oh, cool. that Cave of Wonders scene uh-huh. that is referenced. Um, it wasn't like fully finalized, uh, and and they were not pumped <laughs> on the look of the genie then either. And that oh, was a few months ago. So scary. so I can see that maybe the, that's why they didn't want to show you because it's not finalized yet. And it does Everything. say in the thing that he is going to be blue in the movie. Right. That like at the Cave of Wonders, he's blue when he's found. Um, Shout out to Boss Logic who did a blue version of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so if you see that anywhere on the internet, that's Boss Logic. Give him credit. Yeah. Anybody, people still in that picture putting up to get likes. You're assholes for not crediting Boss Logic because he did that one. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, it also said in the thing, and then we'll get back to wrestling. Sorry, everyone. But I think you guys all care about this too. <laughs> yeah, totally. You guys saw it. Um, is, um, the, it, he basically said that like he was talking about – Will Smith was talking about like his version of the genie. Yeah, yeah. And he was saying that um, he knows that he's never going to like top Robin Williams. Oh, right. That of he's course. like, look, it, like, I, when I went into it, I, I know – that like I'm not going to top Robin Williams like that's it's an iconic performance yeah. you know um, but I tried to look at like what was left to pick off the bone to kind of like where I could kind of 
yeah. inject myself into there to make it a good performance. And so they basically described it as as the Fresh Prince of Bel Air meets Hutch. You mean Hitch? Hitch, sorry, yeah. Hitch, Hutch, Starsky. Hitch, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, uh, as as Hitch, um, which is a weird combination. But it definitely said yeah. that like he's like a hip hop genie in this movie, <gasps> which I thought was a little weird too. <gasps> I didn't like that. I was like, and it said it basically. It sounds to me like from reading the article, and it didn't completely specify this, but it sounds like his. Will Smith song from the movie is going to be friend like me. The the whole oh, okay. the whole nah, 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 nah. it's good and that's going to be a rap song. Okay. Which I didn't love necessarily cuz how's a rap song in this movie from what time period? Would like the, would the rock have been better? I feel like The Rock would have been best. It's not a bad choice. He's sung before and he doesn't sing mm. great, but he certainly can sing. I think you need someone real fast talking. You got to have a okay. quick talker. I was trying okay. to think today of who I thought would be a good one. That's tough because yeah. Robin Williams is such like, an iconic. He like, really made it his own. And he's such a good uh, – it's tough because there's – you know what I was thinking is Jim yeah. Carrey. In his heyday, Jim Carrey would have been fantastic. Now, not yeah, necessarily as much. So he's got a lot of stuff he's not like on. that anymore. No, no. But he would have been good back in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he could have made anachronistic references like Robin did yeah. effortlessly. I can't think of like – maybe like – like a Billy Eichner or something like that, because he can make weird Blame references. But I don't but think it's butts and seats. Yeah, that's just that's exactly what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. But he's not necessarily like the star performance, you know, the yeah. star of a show. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, everyone. No, sorry. Right. <laughs> I had all these thoughts in my head. I'm sorry. Well, the guy who does put butts and seats, the Miz, he went up there, talked to Shane, changed, uh, tried to talk to Vince rather to try to get Shane to come out and join and be a tag team. It was really funny. The back and forth, and we've referenced it all right a uh, number of times here. Really funny stuff between yeah. both. Great, great timing on the. And Vince is making full use of this, yeah, this looking around thing as he's listening to everybody. I kind of like that. Me too. Yeah. Me too. No, no, I like the segment. I, yeah. Great use of Vince. Great use of Miz. Uh, yeah. Literally the only entertaining part of this entire best in the world storyline between Shane and Miz. I would agree. And Shane wasn't in the segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, then Miz came out with. Uh, uh, well, actually, well, Miz came out with Rose. Yeah, uh, Mandy I, Rose in this like mix match challenge thing, mm-hmm. and Fabulous uh, uh, came out. You know, Carmella with our truth. Uh, man, I can't believe how much I enjoy Carmella now. It's, it's so <laughs> as much as I killed her, I absolutely love her now. She's really found her uh, spot with this. Like yeah. she's really made it work for her, and that kudos to Carmella for making it work for her. Like she's turned, fan- I think she turned all the fans around her who were having issues with her. I think she's so too. turned them all around, and they're like fans of her. And she's really cool at it. And she seems like a genuinely cool person when she's playing this role. So it makes you want to cheer for her. I absolutely, I think that. Uh, it, it's weird how you forget that how how hated and booed oh, she yeah. was just yeah. like a couple months ago. Yep, she's really turned it around. Yeah, um, who knew our truth, man? Who knew to where I I even think that come like after WrestleMania, yeah. she's probably getting another title run, maybe, and probably as a face this time. As a face, yeah, certainly possible. And I feel like no one will have a problem with it this nope. time. I wouldn't have a problem with it. No, I'm like okay, cool. Yeah, totally. The dance break thing, people like you know, yeah. uh, it's. Somehow, our truth is able to reinvent himself again. He's, crazy. I, it's crazy. You can't kill him. He's the Michael Myers of wrestling. It really is. Um, nice to see Miz and our truth do stuff together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like the Maurice reference. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You saw that come. At some point, he's going to have to actually face Maurice. Oh yeah, and lose. Yeah, and which will be great. <laughs> Which will be genius. Um, and yeah, it's cool to see Mandy getting used. Yeah. Um, oh, she's uh, they're pushing her, man. Yeah, yeah. No, she's definitely getting the push. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really hard around this time because it's like, you know, 
like firm pushes aren't going to happen for anyone except for the top people, right? You know, and so it's like it's always hard in this in this kind of like now now we're well we've had this argument on the show on Wrestling Sheet Radio all the time. Oh, really? But the road to WrestleMania is approaching. Yes, it is. I always said it like we're on the road to WrestleMania. Now we're on the road to WrestleMania because Royal Rumbles, whatever. They, but Jamie says the road to WrestleMania doesn't start until after the Royal Rumble. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I'm still on the on ramp. So we're on the on ramp to WrestleMania. At least I am. Okay. I, you guys may already be on the road. I'm a little bit behind. No, we're on the on ramp. That sounds right. I don't start looking towards WrestleMania until the calendar year turns. Okay. I, I don't. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I wait and then because stuff gets fleshed out. And especially now talking all these changes and new matchups, there's no point. True. At this point. It is, that, that, that's a very good call. Mm. I, it's funny. A lot of people were in the comment section of YouTube uh, on, on the Raw recap mm. were mad at you saying that like – us, not yeah. me, no, it's not right. you. I don't mind them being no, mad at me. No, it was us. Okay. I, I shouldn't just throw the blame on you. Uh, <laughs> I can handle it. Uh, no, it was more like, well, guys, uh, the changes aren't going to happen immediately. You got to wait. <laughs> so there was a lot, I saw all of you saying that, and you're right. You're right. But I do think that the reason we said that was because it's one thing to like, because they straight up said we're going to make changes and then did the same thing. That's where the disconnect is. Have you ever worked for a company? When they fire you, they don't go, we got to wait two weeks, then we'll make the changes. They fire you on the spot. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works. And so I get what pe- the fans were saying, but they own the company. And yeah. if they wanted to change the storylines, especially after doing that big announcement at the beginning, they could have absolutely changed all the storylines like that. Exactly. Yeah. Like Ryan said, exact, and brought out whole new things, started a whole new thing. And they could have absolutely done all of that. Having one person come out, start saying some stuff. The other person comes out, interrupts them. Boom, you've got a feud. They, you absolutely, everything could have changed. So, yes, they could. They, you can hide behind their taking their time. But honestly, if they really wanted to make the full changes, they'd have done it right on that, that night. That's what the point of it all is. Uh, Ryan is right to say you guys have a point, but I don't I agree with it. I don't. <laughs> yes. I, I think you can make any – if you own something, you can make any changes you want. I agree. You I, I'm on you. I'm, I, I yeah. agree with you more on yeah. that. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, your boys uh, came out here, Luke, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Oh, you mentioned I was the so club. happy. I know you tweeted about it. Uh, I, was I was like, oh. I was so happy. I was Honestly, I was sitting there saying to myself, like, dude, if they're giving all these people a chance – they're announcing Mustafa Ali's part of the roster. I think we, that already yep. happened by this point. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, like, they announced it. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I'm like, they better pull out the club from whatever corner they're sitting in in the fucking backstage area of catering. Yeah. Or it's stupid. They're one of the best tag teams out there. They're great. They're super popular. They're crazy over. Yeah. Why aren't you utilizing them? Like, people love them. Like, they're friends that roll backstage. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. You know? And so I was like... Man, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be pissed. And then when their music hit, I was like, "Yes, okay, mm-hmm. don't have to be pissed about this." And one. they did a nice promo coming down, basically echoing what you just said. Yeah, like we were sitting out there, everybody's getting these chances. What, what they we've been on the show in four months? That's crazy. They had been yeah. on the show since August. That's crazy, man. Like they're such a good tag team, and even yeah. probably I would, and I don't remember off the top of my head, but even August, I feel like before, prior to August, it was probably another long yeah. stretch. Yeah. Um, if not, you know, maybe a couple episodes they had in there, and then it was a long mm-hmm. stretch or whatever. But like, I feel like. Uh, man, they need to do something with these guys. Like, I think this match showed that. Yeah. You know, um, it was a good match. They, they, yeah, like, it was a good match. Good match. The Usos great again. Usos great as always. Oh, man, I can't I'm a big fan of Usos. Yeah, man. Usos great Damn. as always. Uh, Club killed it. 
Yep. Good seeing Sanity back at the end of it. Nice. We have yeah. Sanity in Ooh, forever. That was great. Exactly that was what nice. You were talking about like where are they? Where have they been? Where have they been? They came in and they laid. And the bar looked like, oh crap! What do we do? <gasps> and then they go, well, we'll just go pick up the bone. We'll beat on the bone some more, which mean meant nothing. So now I like this because now you have the, the the bar, you have the club, you have uh, Sanity, and you have uh, the Usos here. This is a nice little foursome. Too many tag teams? Isn't that five, isn't that five tag teams I'm you cool named? with it. I'm cool with it. If the division was crap before, give me this to liven it up. But the SmackDown Let's division wasn't really – the tag division wasn't crap as it was. I think it was yeah, bad. It was New Day. It was Bar or New it Day. It was a lot of those yeah, same three yeah, tag teams. Yeah. So I like that this puts a little variety in there. You can create some rivalries that will be fun to watch. You could have some eight-man tags that will be interesting. So things like that. Just pay-per-views come on. I'm just happy they're getting some screen time. You yeah. Know? I would honestly – I think it would be especially sanity, man. Yes, I, I and I think that it would be um, uh, fruitful for everyone involved. Like, that's a good word. It would be fruitful for everyone involved if uh, if the new day were taken out of the tag division and all used as singles wrestlers, just for a little bit, not broken up. Yeah, yeah, no. But just like let Big E yeah. wrestle in the United States title area, sure. or even in the main With event, Rusev, or great. even in the main event. Yeah, you know, put him in the main event title program. We'll get yeah. Daniel Bryan. People will be into it. Hell yes. No, I know. I'm talking about like after WrestleMania here because obviously right, right, right. I, we've got a lot. We got a few months ahead here, but like I do think it would be best to like start using them as singles guys. Is like, Elimination Chamber after WrestleMania? Yeah, I think. Uh, okay. I'd have to look it up. I don't know, top of my head. All right. I want to look it up because there's so many pay per views. It's hard to keep track. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that, you know, you could use Kofi in the U.S. title division. You could use Xavier Woods anywhere. Like, they're all three good singles wrestlers, too. Like, I just feel like. Okay. I just, you know, I, yeah. just, I just feel like we have all these other tag teams that aren't being used. And I like the New Day. Mm-hmm. But I just think those characters could help get other people, you know, other segments of the show over. Yeah. And there are people to support that in the tag team division to let them do that. Let, yeah. them, let them go have. They're singles fun. Well, yeah, Royal Rumble's on the January 27th. Then Elimination Chamber's on the, in February. This is before WrestleMania. Yeah, these are all before WrestleMania. Then Fastlane and then WrestleMania in April. So yeah. this is interesting. I, I, Elimination Chamber's where you could throw Big E with Daniel Bryan, with AJ, with all. Like, you True, that's all a good point. And then see who comes out with the title. That'd be awesome. I like, you know, I like Biggie being involved in the Elimination Chamber for sure. I like the Elimination Chamber uh, showdown. That'd be awesome. He's <laughs> <laughs> in a room. You got to break out, and then boom, you got to answer as many questions as possible. And if you don't, you're eliminated. The next guy comes up. I love this idea. That, anyway. They're not going to build that set here. Trust me. <laughs> I'm trying to get fucking curtains. <laughs> You better cut this but, out. Right, no, 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 no. Yeah, they're not going to build you an elimination chamber. I'm not saying there's not a budget here. I'm just saying you're not going to. Mark's not going to build you an elimination chamber He's for Schmodown. Damn it! You're going to have to sell a lot of Patreon <laughs> fucking subscriptions if you want Christian to have his own elimination chamber. Is all I'm saying. I'll just Dad and I will build it. I'll go get the materials. Dad likes to build shit. He'll build it. <laughs> the curtain things on me. I just got to probably go buy them. That's probably right. Go to Target. Uh, all right. So then we have this uh, promo with Rusev. And uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Rusev was, was a little, I guess it was cool, but with the whole like arms and all that kind you of. You don't like his promo when he's doing that? I guess so. But Lana's is just an accoutrement, man. She's not saying anything. She's well, just standing there 
What do you mean? Well, well, I mean, I, you, I don't you think, push her so hard. Well, I think, that, I think that you know the difference being is that like Lana's a heat seeker. Like Lana mm. gets heat. You don't need Lana to like get you uh, cheers. Right. Lana's right. your heat. Is your I mean, heat seeker. You know, yeah. she's your she's your heat seeking missile over there. So yeah. like, I don't. I think she has, when you're faced, you're like, hey, look at my beautiful wife. Right. You know, right. look how hot I am. Look at these muscles. Right. Look how cool I am. I don't know. That makes sense to me. Like I don't. I, That's I, fair. I think yeah. people like Rusev. I don't think that like. I just think it's, people. I think they're trying to show that he's very charismatic right now. He is. They're trying to get over the fact that, like, you already know he's this brute of a man, mm-hmm. but he's also super charismatic. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you don't watch Total Divas? Here's all the clips of him on Total Divas right. and, and stuff. Nakamura used it to try to denigrate him and, in essence, question his masculinity, uh, you know, which the WWE totally. does all the time. And, uh, uh, but I think it kind of backfired. I thought so too. It came off, like, really interesting. And, like, it reminded me of when the big show gets a. Get, when he's allowed to do comedic segments, the big show is fantastically funny. Mm-hmm. And so the Rusev was really funny in the way he was walking around naked doing things that he I, was doing. I was going to say the same thing. Like, who's yeah. going to boo Rusev yeah. because, because he barbecued naked in his yeah. backyard? That's, rad. That's just tough guy stuff. Right. Like, I wouldn't barbecue naked. That yeah. sounds just like too close for comfort, you know? <laughs> like, so, yeah, no. I, and, and, and I watch Little Divas, so I know how funny he is y'all yeah. there. So I was like, when I was watching, I was like, mm, this is – if anything, this is just going to help people cheer more, which I think was the actual point, even though Nakamura was trying to use it as like a negative. I think yeah. that was the point. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, yeah. And it's, it was successful, I right. think. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. And so, all right, then uh, we'll see. That's going to come down the pike. I guess that maybe the fight next week or something like that. I don't know. I've heard some rumors that they're fighting next week. They, I, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, we don't want to say anything. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> uh, well, then we go. Mr. No spoilers over yeah, here. Well, I'm I just saying. Say I'm just saying. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Cian Almas. Cian Almas getting a little bit of a run. We, another act. Yeah. Go. We hadn't seen in a few weeks now getting on to do and the main event of the, of the show. You know what's interesting is that I feel like we complained about we, the two of us and Ryan, wrestling fans as a whole. pointed out. No, no. I just. No, we no. didn't complain. I think we complained. <laughs> but, I, but I wasn't just the two of us. Yeah, I think yeah. wrestling fans as a whole oh, yeah. have been complaining about not. About no Andrade on the yeah, show. Yeah, damn right. But you know what? I was thinking about it last night when I was watching this, and I was thinking to myself, I think the reason he wasn't on the show is because they actually value him more than Ooh. people realize. Okay. And that they were like, we don't want to just put him in throwaway stuff. Mm-hmm. This is not inside info, but this is just what I was thinking while watching. I was thinking to myself, like, you know, the times they have used him, yeah. they have used him well. It's not like they're using him bad. Maybe right in the beginning. The stuff. I was gonna say. I was gonna say right in the beginning. The Sincara stuff wasn't yeah. great. Since then, okay. he, I feel like he's been used pretty well. When he's used, the Daniel Bryan stuff. Daniel Bryan, yeah. AJ Styles. Like they're, they've used him as like a, a good wrestler yep. who they know can like go against main event talent and put on a good caliber match and maybe not lose but still shine. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I think that they see big things for him and that they don't want to just have him jobbing out 50-50 status like some of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they, they they were like, you know what? He's going to be losing sometimes, but he's losing to main eventers. Like, yeah. he's not losing to, uh, you know, Nakamura or whatever. I'm, I'm going to use that as an example and someone's going to point out to me that he lost to Nakamura. But, like, but, but I don't think yeah. he did. I don't, I don't, <laughs> um, but, but regardless, like, I, I think that they, to me, it feels like they actually do value him more than. It seemed okay. because they weren't using him. Right, I think right. the, the lack of using him was was intentional, not because th- that's how it seemed to me. Yeah, especially I mean, like the times they've used that's a great argument. Daniel AJ mm-hmm. now he's in the main event again with the two of them, yeah. like former NXT champion, you know, and, and and Triple H's whole like thing that he always mentions uh, in these uh, calls with the media 
or when he's doing interviews, he'll talk about how he believes that you don't have to have all your wrestlers on every show, that yeah. you can use them, um, you know, here and there, and that it will build that anticipation for when they are going to be there, you know? And obviously he says this because he has to film a taped show. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. That, I'm sure it backs into why he's saying that. But at the same time, like, he is, he keeps talking about, like, he's a firm believer in, like, you know, shuffling people in and out. Yeah. You know, using these people for a few weeks, then shuffling them out, then bringing them back, and kind of, like, who catches on, yeah. who, you know? And I think that's kind of what they're doing with Andrade a little bit, is, like, they're kind of, like, bringing them in. Bring him out, bring him, and I don't think it's necessarily bad for Andrade, especially because right. like he's rubbing elbows with like really top talent. Yeah, yeah. and this match was killer. Yeah, it was a good match, and it's funny because you know it, it's this is one of the reasons why I feel like Two Hundred Five Live. I think this is one of the reasons people don't watch Two Hundred Five Live is. Mustafa Ali was in that ring and looked no different than all the main events. Yeah. He wasn't smaller compared to them. Nope. It's just another show. It's just another show. You know, it's like Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, yeah. all these guys, they're wrestling the exact same style. AJ Styles wrestling the exact same style as the guys on 205 yeah. Live. So it doesn't make sense to, like, segregate them to, like, a different yeah. show. Like, or say, these are cruiserweights. When they're the same size as the champions. Yeah. They're the same size as other guys, and they're wrestling the exact same style. That, 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 that was why I think it's kind of it, the, the cruiserweight thing is starting to kind of fade out. It's like yeah. why people are starting to care less and less about 205 Live. Um, but, but regardless, like this match was so good. Yeah. This was match dope. was so good. I mean, the pairing of AJ Styles and, and, and Mustafa, great team. Yep. Uh, when he did that one move where, where they he kind of like catapulted Mustafa Ali kind of backdropped him to the outside to land on Daniel Bryan yeah. and Andrade. Awesome. Uh, I like the team of Andrade and Daniel, too. Daniel was kind totally of like great. yelling instructions at, at Andrade. Chop him again. Yeah. Chop him again. You know, and like I, I, I thought they were I thought they were good parents. They're yeah. both pretty intense. Um, but really, like, man, when you watch this match, and I know Mustafa is the one they really put over in her. But, man, I go like, dude, Andrade is such a star. He is a star. Like, you just go like, man, that guy is just like. It's hard to believe this was a guy who almost pissed it away. Right? It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe this guy was in a mask for that long. Yeah. That guy's a really good looking dude. He's a good dude. looking dude. That's like, sure. He was like, man, I wish I looked like that, right, you know? Right, and right. so, yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, I, he's like good looking, talented. Yeah. Uh, and he gets over with the crowd. Gets over with the crowd. He's got great ring psychology. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's so crisp when he does it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like seeing that if, like, we're getting. You know, new matchups and, and new people that if they if they have bookmarked Andrade as one of the guys who's going to be in the main event scene, similar to how Drew is kind of like former NXT champion who's now killing it on the on Raw. Yeah, I would love to see Andrade in a very similar position where he's just like getting a huge focus on mm-hmm. SmackDown because he's killing it. Right? Well, yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely, thoroughly, and and I enjoyed this match a lot. It felt like you were watching just a little bit of an NXT match, and that was fun. Totally, and and and, and an indie match, and you enjoy that. And it's, look, you gotta, you gotta. The thing with Vince is like he takes his time to come around, but when he does come around, he does dive into it. So hopefully, this is a little bit more of the Triple H influence, and I hope his ego lets that go. Like, make the money. That's what matters. So you think? It, That's it, what I would always yeah, think. I don't understand people with, like in power like that. Yeah, who can't be? Who can't just separate? Like, hey. Who can't separate like ego from money? Like, hey, I might be, I might want to talk. I, I'm making lots of money. Yeah, I shouldn't be this angry or have this yeah. much control because I, I there's a reason I hired these people. Right, I'm 70 years old. Yeah, I shouldn't have to work anymore. Exactly. People retire. Like yeah. that's the whole. That's the the 
fun of success being able to retire and being living in peace. Yeah, and it doesn't mean he can't be a consultant. It doesn't mean he can't no. be there and like have his offices. He's the head honcho. He could still be the head honcho and start looking at other business opportunities. There's all these rumors. Well, the XFL is going to take a lot of his time. So is these rumors that they want to go into legitimate film and television production yeah. and do real shows, real movies that are not just you know Marine Six. They want to do real shit. Vince wants. I'm no Vince wants a hand in that. So this kind of spreading himself thin. To, look, as a guy who does 95 shows a week, I get. It, but I'm still building my Rogue resume. Is recording another show right now as we speak. <laughs> That's right. Somehow. Every time you see me turn away, I'm recording another show. <laughs> but like you, you see them do this stuff, and so I get it—the desire to do everything. But like I also, when I get to, se- I don't want to be working this hard at seventy. I want to be relaxed and chilling out, and hopefully, I built something. A few and passion projects yeah, here and there. Yeah, like and I don't want to not that. work. Right. You don't want to not work. Of you get bored. Yeah. But like my mom's also, still working at seventy four years old. She doesn't have to work. Everything's paid off. Mom has money. Mom, the house is paid off. The car is paid off. The phone is paid off. Mom is chill. But mom likes to go and do the hair cuttery for these old ladies in Virginia. She, they've been with her for sixty years, and my or forty years rather. And my mom still goes down. Drive, she works fifteen hours a week. That's it. But she still works because she's like, "What else am I gonna do? Walk around the mall or whatever? I want to work." My mom. My I mom recently. Moved to Alaska, uh, she's dating someone, mm-hmm. and you know, he's successful. And it was like, you know, I'm gonna, you know, she wasn't, she doesn't have to work, right? So from the way it seems to me, she doesn't right. have to work. Second, she got there, she was bored out of her mind, yeah, or even before she got to Alaska, she was just like bored out of her mind, not working yeah. in the in the lead in the months leading up or the few you know, weeks leading up to it or whatever. And she said something similar, she goes, what do you want me to do? She's like, I went to the library to go watch like some PBS thing, and I was like, "Mom, you could do way more interesting things than that. <laughs> yeah. You could do way more interesting things. things than that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before we head out, yeah. and we got, we're losing time here, but yeah. Mustafa Ali, what I think it was such a good decision in out of out of all the stuff we've seen Monday and Tuesday yeah, around yeah, SmackDown, yeah. Um, and all the times they said. Change. Yeah. Pushing change. We're change. We're going to change things. Change. 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 Hashtag change. The yeah. only thing that actually seemed different that made you think mm-hmm. maybe they are changing was the end of all these yeah. shows. Yeah. Finally, you sat there for five hours waiting for some sort of change to feel like it's coming. And Mustafa Ali, I think, was a nice Agreed. Uh, a sign of that. You go like, okay, well, maybe they are. And it's smart of them because obviously the reason yeah. they did it. Yeah. Um, but I think that Musawa Ali is a really good person to to give that push to, to give yep. that opportunity to. You know, okay. I think that Musawa Ali is a great wrestler. I think that he's a great role model. Yep. You know, I, I listened on the Lynn Garcia's podcast this week, and it was, man, that guy talked about, like, being a police officer right mm-hmm. before he got hired and how the reason he wanted to be a police officer was basically like he had been racially profiled once. And he was like, and, and not so much an angry thing, but it was like, you know what? He was at, like, he was successful, yeah. not successful, but he was making money enough to live. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? I don't like this, and I want to. I feel like there need people that do something about it. And yeah. so he like explained that like he went into the force that you know he tried to do things differently. That he kind of like a lot of his peers didn't like it. He got a lot yeah. of crap from people, but he really tried to make a difference. And he was talking about 
some of the things he would go to do to try and make it so people wouldn't get arrested. Like That's he right. was calling people who – this was great. He said that he was calling the the mom of people who had warrants, like small warrants, like traffic okay. warrants. The yeah. ones that people get arrested yeah, for yeah, yeah. that shouldn't be getting arrested. Right, right. Something dumb that you could have just come in and paid 50 bucks for, but you don't realize yeah. it. You get pulled over for something else, and then you get mad. Things escalate. You get yeah. arrested. So he was just finding the li- – he got the list of those people. was calling the mom. Of those people wow. and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm just trying to check in. Um, you know, we're looking for someone. So, just, you know, he's got a very small traffic warrant for a ticket he didn't pay. We just want to bring it. We just want to have him come in, yeah. pay it off, and leave. Won't be longer than thirty minutes of yeah. your time. Blah, blah blah." And they were like, "What? My son? I'll bring him in today." And he said, "Tons of people were coming in and getting rid of their warrants so that's they wouldn't awesome. have to get arrested." And then the people on the force were mad. I'm like, "That's not real police work." And you're supposed to get him out. And he, that's that was his. That was yeah. his. Yeah. And so. Um, you know, I, I, a lot of that was also, you know, some of the things I've seen him do with people that are, um, you know, make-a-wish type people yeah. or, or people that are dealing with sickness or, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's like a real positive light. He also talked about, like, how he never wanted to do a stereotypical gimmick because yeah. it, it, it hurt him inside. Like, he said that he grew up, you know, in a post-9-11 world. Mm-hmm. And it was like he grew up around people where, like, they hated yeah. him just because of the way he looked. Yeah. And he understood it because he was an American. Like, yeah. Understood why people were mad. But wanted to change things, and he said that like his first few years of wrestling, I think it was like he said like six years, he wrestled under a mask as a luchador because he didn't want people to know what his heritage was because they were going to make him be like a sheik with a bomb yeah, on his yeah, chest or something like that. And so finally, he did it. He he became, he stopped yeah. and and he needed the money, yeah. and so he started doing the sheik thing and. Instantly started getting booked everywhere, tons of bookings. And so he talked about this thing where he said, you know, he, it started to eat him inside. Mm-hmm. Of course. So in his language, and I forget which, which language he speaks, but in his language, he said that he did like a video. And I'm, I meant to go try and find it, but he said that he's beforehand, he told the camera, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say, I love you. I love America. I love everything about you guys. I'm, I'm so happy for like the way you guys are treating me in your country. And they're going to boo me. Because they have no idea what I'm saying. And he went out there and just oh, praised oh, the wow. crowd. I love you. But he said it in his yeah, language. Yeah. And they just, the whole crowd, boo, go back home. Wow. And he like looked at the camera like, see, you know. <laughs> and so he said it killed him inside. So that's finally when he switched to like just try and be himself. And, and then, you know, ever since. But I just I think he's such a good positive yeah, role model. That's great. You know, I, I think that, you know, there's there hasn't really been someone like him mm-hmm. in the WWE, I don't think. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it was like a perfect person to kind of strap the rocket to, uh, so to speak. And I think that, you know, he's got a cool look with the light-up yeah. mask, the light-up outfit. Yeah. Um, I, I really hope it doesn't kind of like uh, fade out, fade out yeah. real quick. Because we'll I think see. it's a good. I think he's a good fit for all, for yeah. that main event spot. Andrade and uh, uh, Mustafa in a main event would be fantastic. Coming down the road. Wait till next week on SmackDown. What? <laughs> all right, well, uh, we got to wrap it up real quick. We're gonna get angry faces outside yeah. the glass. Uh, tell people where they can follow us. Ryan, ProWrestlingSheet.com is where the website uh, is. At WrestlingSheet on all social media. YouTube.com slash she slash WrestlingSheet. That's where the video is live. Where you can see if you're listening, you can see our pretty faces while <laughs> while we discuss all of this. Uh, if you're only watching, you can please check out uh, the, the audio feed as well. We have other shows that, that go out there. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio on Podcast One and on iTunes. Yeah, you can follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roca Says. And hey, thanks everybody for the amazing comments and positive words you've sent us uh, as we've started doing these recaps. We had to make, uh, you know, we had made that adjustment for what we were doing before. Ryan was very gracious to let me host these two recaps with him. And uh, it's been a blast to have you, to read all your tweets and all your comments. So let me say, have a happy holidays, honestly. 
be good to everybody. Relax. I know it's friends and family. As stuff goes crazy in the holidays, do whatever you need to do. Watch old wrestling matches. Just shut yourself off on your bedroom and put on YouTube and watch old wrestling matches to put a smile back on your face. Whatever you need to do. But other than that, be safe. Come back in 2019 so we can hear from you as we talk about this. Yeah, the second you hear the word Trump at your holiday party, just put some headphones on. <laughs> start watching something. On, uh, watch one of our shows on YouTube. There you go. There you go. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back uh, next year for new recaps on Collider Body Slam. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm. 